Welcome to the Proclaim and Defend podcast, a ministry of the Foundations Baptist Fellowship International. We seek to encourage and inform pastors on modern-day topics from a biblical perspective. Our mission is to bring together like-minded Baptists to collaborate in glorifying God through fulfilling the Great Commission. There's an Amazon series being aired. There's an expose with an agenda of the Duggar family drama and the ministry behind the Duggars, the Institute in Basic Life Principles, founded by now-disgraced, as determined by the leadership of the ministry he founded, Bill Gothard. My understanding is that it falsely ties all of biblical fundamentalism to this movement. I've not watched the series yet. I wanted to write this before I might be influenced by it. The Gothard movement was much broader than fundamentalists, and many who sounded the alarm early were fundamentalists. The relationship between Gothard and independent Baptist fundamentalism has been complex. Some followed him closely. Others, like Dr. James Singleton, who was my pastor for most of my life, held him at arm's length at first and eventually rejected him as unbiblical. Dr. E.R. Jordan, founder of Calvary Baptist Theological Seminary in Lansdale, Pennsylvania, where I attended, called Gothardism, his term, a dangerous cult. He wrote a 14-page paper around 1980, my copy has no date, in which he said this about Gothard. After having read Bill Gothard's book through 14 times, that's the big red notebook, and having had a personal three-hour and 15-minute interview with this man, it is my unwavering conviction that this man is one of the most dangerous men in the country to true fundamentalism. As early as 1981, the FBFI sounded a word of caution regarding Gothard. 1981 Resolution Number 16 regarding basic youth conflicts. The FBFI said this, The FBFI expresses concern over the ministry of Bill Gothard and basic youth conflicts and calls upon fundamentalists to exercise caution in condoning or cooperating with a ministry that has never identified with the cause of biblical separatism. Sadly, the FBFI response in those early days focused only upon the ecumenism of IBYC, which truly was a problem, but did not go deep enough into the problem teachings of Bill Gothard. One thing should be very clear. Bill Gothard and the Institute in Basic Youth Conflicts was not a fundamentalist group. It was a broadly evangelical ministry. In the early 1970s, hundreds of thousands of people flocked to giant seminars held by Gothard. His organization was called the Institute in Basic Youth Conflicts. Many fundamentalists went to these as well, although it was far from a fundamentalist movement. These were ecumenical gatherings that included fundamentalists, evangelical Catholics, and many others. Christian people and conservatives were struggling with the cultural earthquake that was the 1960s and were desperate to protect their children from the immoral, God-rejecting drug culture that was claiming lives and souls. Gothard offered very clear answers to complex cultural and spiritual problems. Adding intense structure to the home, combined with the Christian school movement, rose as the first line of defense. People assumed that if they could get their children out of the corrupt public school system, they could retain their children in the faith. By the early 1980s, cracks developed in the Christian school plan, and many turned to homeschooling as the answer. There are commendable aspects to both Christian schools and homeschools. But they are not easy institutional fix-it answers to the lures of our present culture. There were theological aspects of the Gothard movement that were extremely concerning. We will note just a few of the primary ones here. It was a movement of extremes. There seemed to be no ability to judge context or balance within biblical commands. For instance, spanking or abuse. 
Many contend that Gothard taught spanking to the point of abuse. Gothard taught corporal punishment, as the Bible does, but also advocating spanking children until they cry softly. He used Susanna Wesley as the example. Somehow this morphed into spanking children until they are silent, which will certainly lead to abuse if practiced. While I'm not denying that Gothard taught spanking until the child is quiet, I've been unable to document it. I have heard many followers of Gothard say that if a younger child is misbehaving, it's because his parents are not spanking hard enough. I know that if I had increased the intensity of spankings when my children were small, I'd probably be in jail today. I had one child in particular who could stubbornly endure very extreme levels of pain to get something that he wanted. Submission or Sin This was the parting point with Gothard for many. Gothard held such a rigid view of the chain of command that believers should follow the commands of those above them in the chain of command to the point of committing sin. His reasoning was that if you follow your authority, even though the demand that they are making is against God's will, eventually God will bring them around to agreeing with what is right. While Gothard's argument seemed reasonable and full of faith, it cannot be justified from Scripture. We must never sin for anyone. The apostles in Acts 4, 18-20, or in the commendable character of Abigail, are clear examples. Sometimes you have to step into the fiery furnace. Situations do not always work out favorably. Sometimes we must choose to between obeying God or obeying a human authority. And when the choice is presented, there's only one biblical answer. Family and maybe church. As Gothard became more entrenched in the homeschool movement, the role of the family almost completely supplanted the biblical role of the church. This led to house churches, family churches, and a complete disregard for the biblical historical practice of age-graded teaching within the local church ministries. While there is room for differences of opinion on this subject, what became known as the integrated church movement arose out of Gothardism in the early 2000s and proved destructive and divisive in many churches. In 2006, the issue became such a problem that the FBFI addressed it in Resolution 0603. Concerning the integrated church movement, here's what it said. While recognizing that the family is under attack in our nation and in many churches today and recognizing that the choice to have or not have age-graded Sunday schools or age-graded ministries is the prerogative of individual local churches as God directs them, the FBFI denounces the doctrinally errant schismatic teaching characteristic of the integrated church movement for the following reasons. It encourages schisms in local church bodies by encouraging its inherence to change the theology and philosophy of churches of which they are members. It does violence to the local church authority, calling on local church members to leave their churches when the church does not bow to the philosophical demands of the movement. It espouses an ecclesiology based upon the family that is not based upon the New Testament, but rather is an adaptation of Old Testament patriarchy. It falsely lays the claim that the destruction of the family in the U.S. is solely the fault of age-graded ministries in local churches. We contend that this is a simplistic and therefore completely false accusation. It espouses a post-millennial theology that is contradictory to a dispensational understanding of Scripture. It is oddly inclusive, basing fellowship on a particular philosophy of ministry rather than the great fundamentals of the faith. This movement is prominently represented by Doug Phillips of Vision Forum and R.C. Sproul, Jr., among others. That was in 06. The Prosperity Gospel Family Style The biggest problem with the Gothard movement was that it presented formulaic answers that would seem to assure family or spiritual success. 
In that sense, it was like the prosperity gospel, except that the prosperity part was not financial or health success, but good families and personal happiness. The biblical truth is that we obey God because that is what God demands for us to do. We want to be holy because it pleases Him, not as a means of manipulating our children or spouses. The spiritual reality is that we can do everything right and our children can still choose to walk away from God unless God himself does a wonderful work in their hearts. Not everything that Gothard taught was wrong, but there was enough error to do damage to young people, especially in the homes led by parents who just follow the rules implicitly without being led by the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. There's more, but this was enough to sound the warning bells regarding Gothard and his movement. It's a reminder to all of us to carefully examine the teachings of any particular teacher by the plain teaching of the Word of God. For us in the FBFI, we are also reminded that our evaluation of any ministry cannot be by only one standard, in this case a violation of separation principles, but by the entire body of work expressed by an individual or an organization. This has been the Proclaim and Defend podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe and give us a good review. If you want to learn more about the FBFI, check out our website at fbfi.org or our blog, Proclaim and Defend, at proclaimanddefend.org. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Proclaim and Defend podcast.